the man, the myth. This is legendary B-House with the crew, 153 Fantasy Football Podcast. Today's topic is week number three in review and also the playoff preview of round one as the regular season just came to an end. All right, let's get right to it. I had a chance to catch up with some of the fantasy football owners. And the first one I had a chance to catch up with too was no other than um, the usual suspects owner, which was Corey. Um, the first question I asked um, Corey was, you didn't make the playoffs in hindsight. Is there anything anything you would have done differently to possibly get you to the playoffs? And this what Corey had to say. He said, draft differently. My second, third, and fourth picks were horrendous. Okay, um, I really appreciate um, um, Corey being a stand-up guy um, and very transparent. Um, he had a very um, a very bad season. There's no other way to put it. Um, he was two and eleven. Um, so I had a chance to um, look at some of the picks. Um, that he made because there's been an ongoing conversation um, in fantasy football um, regarding knowledge, what was knowledge, research, skill, and luck. So let's look at some of the picks. So, I'll, so we're going to go over um, Corey's um, first 10 picks, okay? All right, so he already admitted picks two, three, and four was bad. So pick number one, round one, Austin Eckler. On pick number three, solid. Okay, now round two, pick number 22 with Javante Williams. So that was RB2, his second pick. Very bad pick. Um, he, he found himself in the um, uh, running back by committee with Melvin Gordon, and then he got hurt. Um, round three, uh, pick number 27, um, he picked DJ Moore. Um, another bad pick. There was um, a plethora of wide receivers that was still on the board that have um, performed um, extremely better than DJ Moore. Round four, pick number 46, Jerry Judy. Um, another bad pick. Um, this past week, Jerry Judy didn't even play for Corey. He kept him on his bench. Now, he said rounds two, three, and four. Um, I'm going to go a little bit more deeper. Because I believe, from my perspective, round five was a bad pick. Um, pick number 51, J.K. Dobbins. Now, it was a bad pick because he picked him too early um, because Dobbins was coming off an injury and he could never get healthy. Um, he finally came in after he missed several weeks and he, and he, and he got injured again. All right, round six, um, pick number seven. Set, round six, um, pick 70, Chris Godwin. Um, coming off an AC, ACL tear, yes, Chris Godwin, the last four weeks have picked it up, but um, if you don't hit on those early picks and, and you pick a guy who, who's not giving any production um, in, in, in round six, so I think he, he picked Godwin too early. So that was another bad pick um, from my perspective. Round seven, Dak Prescott picked number 75. Um, there might have been other quarterbacks on the board, but Dak got hurt, so he got hurt. Round eight, he picked the tight end. Um, Dallas Goddard and pick number 94. Round nine, Kadarius Tony picked number 99. And then round 10, um, he went and got a kicker round 10. Um, I thought that was a bad pick, getting a kicker, so I had to pick 118. So that's how... Um, you become um, two and eleven um, based on um, those type of picks. Um, has nothing to do with with with, with um, unlucky. He's unlucky. It's this to be very um, matter of fact. This got this this bad drafting. So he even made it bad drafting. But I'm going deeper. I thought he had more bad drafts than pick um, two, three, and four. Like I mentioned before, pick five I thought I was bad. Pick six, six I thought I was bad. Um, pick 10, I thought it was bad. Um, pick 9, probably was bad because I was Tony. All right, let's move on. All right, the next question I had to um, I asked um, all the owners 
From your perspective, what are the top three Crew 153 fantasy football storylines slash headlines? So for that question, um, I decided to just, I'm going to go over all the headlines all together at one um, segment. And then I'm going to talk talk about the headlines. And then I'm going to highlight um, the top three from what the owner said. All right. So let's move on to the next question. Um, finish this statement. My my season was, he says, terrible. We will bounce back, though. I promise that. And then he said, see you. See you next year. And I really believe that Corey will bounce back. Um, he's probably... Um, just probably just over there reeling somewhere, and he probably he probably can't believe that he's he, he finished at two and eleven. All right, let's move on to the next owner, no other than um, D. Bo Staff and Cook, which was Reese. Um, the first question um, I have for um, for Reese, you did make the playoffs. In hindsight, is there anything you would have done differently to possibly get you in the playoffs? Um, he didn't answer that question. Um, so let's move on to the next one. Um, finish the statement. My season was, he said, was a failure. Um, and then he wind up, um, final thoughts. Good luck to everyone going forward. All right, let's move on to the, um, next owner, which, um, his name, um, to start the season actually was out of pocket. And then he um, pretty much played throughout the majority of the season with Swift with it. And then he, for Cameo, he went roll, roll the dice. Now his new name is um, Murphy's Law. Um, regardless of whatever your team is, Swift with it, Murphy's Law out of pocket. Um, that's regardless of whatever your team it is. We're going to just say that um, the team name um, has nothing to do with um wins and losses. So the first question I have for um for Mike Murphy's Law, his new name. You didn't make the playoffs in hindsight. Is there anything you would have done differently to possibly get you in the playoffs? And this is what he had to say said regarding that. We made all the right decisions to get in the playoffs from, from week five on. Injuries are the name of the game. And the losses we had either one or multiple in game injuries that caused cause losses. We are disappointed because we are better than a lot of teams in the league. Seems like luck is involved. There we go again. The, net, the, the, the thing is, crying wolf saying luck. Looks like sour grapes. So he kind of he kind of like played both sides because his first statement was, we made all the right decisions to get in the playoffs. So you just said you made all the right decisions to get in the playoffs week five on. And then you ended it um, with seems like a lot of luck is involved. So when you win, you make the right decisions. And then when you lose, you say you're unlucky. Unlucky. Um, shame on you. Um, Murphy's Law, Swift, out of pocket, roll the dice, whatever your team name is. All right. Let's go on to the next one. Um, finish this statement. My season was a disappointment. Um, his final thoughts. Proud of my guys working hard, even though the bad times and finding a rhythm late in the season. Despite injuries, we held strong. I need a year off from fantasy. Think I'll go play roulette and maybe win at that. Okay, so he needs a win off. He's saying he might need a year off from fantasy based on him um, not making the playoffs. All right, let's move on to the um, to the next owner. The next owner I had a chance to catch up with was no other than Watch Watch Out Wagner, who definitely has woken up. So the first question I have for Watch Out Wagner was, you made the playoffs. Um, finish the statement. I will win a championship if this happens. Um, he simply said, our team has to come out and put up points. Stay focused and have no last-minute injuries pop up. And that's all he had to say. All right, let's go to the next owner, no other than Cool Hand Lock, which was Tony. Um, the first question I have for him, you made the playoffs, finish his statement. I will win a championship if this happens. 
and he simply says, if Jalen Hurts continues the MVP run, 15-plus points from each receiver. So he's speaking about Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown getting 15 points apiece. That's going to, um, from his perspective, is going to carry him to um, to potential success. All right. Um, his final thoughts. His final thoughts. Um, That's what he had to say. Cool Handlock said this. There, there's been some chatter that I backed into the playoffs. Thanks to a handout from Marcel Milk. Let's break this down for a swift of it. It's missing out on his opportunities. All right. So he's about to comment on this on him on, on he's feel that people said he backed in. For context, Swift of it finished one game behind me and but did outscore me by six to sixteen points. Now keep in mind, Swift of it new name is Murphy's Law, out of pocket, roll the dice, I don't know. And week 10, Swift of it um, lost in head-to-head matchup. Alright, so Tony is saying that. He beats with the week 10. Okay, that's his point point number one. Well, point two count him. He said that Swift only beat him by 16 points in, in overall points. All right, let's go. Let's keep it moving. In week number 11, Swift lost by four points. It was highlighted that he played Dante Foreman over his number two pick, um, DeAndre Swift. Had he played Swift, he wins. All right, so. Tony, Tony brings brings up a great point that it was already um, articulated previously in week number 11. Mike made that one decision, like I've been saying all season, that one decision can, can get you in the playoffs or get you out. So here it is. You draft the guy second round, and then you went on the wire and got Deontay Foreman. And Deontay Foreman, basically what he did to you, Mike, he hood, he hoodwinked you. He bamboozled you. And now you are sitting at home um, cr- crying sour grapes. Oh, woe is me. I'm going to take a year off of fantasy. I'm going to play roulette. Blah, 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 blah. All right, let me continue what Tony had to say. Swither finishing the season at 7-6. and six. That's six opportunities for additional one win. And that gets you in. All right, so Tony's basically saying, Mike, you lost six games. You should have you at least got one more win, and you would have got in. All right, his last comment. We recognize and respect the tough breaks Swither has endured this season with injuries and lack of production from the quarterback. All right, shots fired, lack of production. So, again, as it was articulated, Swift of fit, out of pocket, roll the dice, Murphy's Law, whatever his name is. Um, he passed on multiple quarters. He passed on Jalen Hurts. He passed on Joe Burrow. He passed on all these quarterbacks when he was drafting to try to stack his chips. So um, Tony is bringing that up, and he wound up starting starting for the um, for his playoff hopes to be hopes. Last week, regular season, Deshaun Watson, who I think might have got five. All right. And finishing up what Tony had to say, we cannot control that. We just line them up and, and play the opponent in front of us. All right. That's what Tony had to say. So he's trying to he, – he, he did a pretty good job of, of um, refuting um, his critics, saying that he backed in the playoffs – He's basically saying, I'm here. I'm in the playoffs. I've deserved it. Swift of it. You didn't make the playoffs. I beat you one-on-one. And let's move on to the next owner. All right. The next owner that I had a chance to catch up with, too, was muscle, milk, and magnesium. That's Brian. All right. The first question I have for him, you made the playoffs finishing. You made the playoffs finish his statement. I will win a championship if this happens. This what he has to say. Grateful for making the playoffs. However, it's going to be tough making it far as my team is a, is a shadow of what it once was. We're going to take one game at a time and see what's ha- what happens. All right, that's what he has to say. All right, let's go on to the to the to the next owner I had a chance to catch up with, 
no other than Team Cheatham, um, which goes by Jared. Who's Jared? The first question I had for him, you made the playoffs. Finish his statement. I will win the championship if this happens. If we capitalize off the inconsistent play of our opponents. All right. And then his final his final thoughts. It should be a fun three weeks. All right. So those are the owners that I had the chance to cater to. And once again, I ask every single owner from, from your perspective, what are the top th- top three crew 153 football starting on the headlines? And they did respond, and we're going to go over that and surely in another segment. All right. Media, um, media, um, bands for this week. The Adams family, which is Tim, who has, who has not been to, who has been, the, who has banned the media week 10 through 14, a non playoff team. Hinkle McRickerberry, Eddie, has banned the media nine, nine weeks, 9 through 14. Non-playoff team, um, Young Conley, who's only showed up to the media one week, um, has banned two, two to fourteen. Um, non-playoff team, and then the other team to ban the media this week was Team Blake, who did make the playoffs. So we have four media bans, and three of the teams out of the four did not um, make the playoffs. All right, let's go on to our next segment. Our next segment is um. Is the game recaps from week from week number um from week number thirteen? All right, the first the first game recap that we're gonna look at we're gonna look at um legendary B Hobbs versus Team Blake. Um, this was a great matchup. Two two opponents. That, 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 that tends to bring out the best of one another. And these two opponents kind of just share, um, just share, just, 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 it appears that they show, they share respect for one another and they, 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 they always fight to the end. Legend of B Hobbs wound up winning 126 to 118 um, for Team Blake. Um, he got a great performance from Christian McCaffrey, who had 28. Um, Josh Jacobs continued to um, be impressive. Even though he he was a little in, he, he was a little hobbled coming in, he was questionable, but he still got 20 points. And Justin Herbert had 335 yards passing, one TD, and 19 um, fantasy points, and that's what paced um, Team Blake. All right, for legendary B. Hobbs, um, he had everybody that played for him it was in double figures, except for the kicker. The kicker Ryan Suckup had five. Um, his standout performance was. Josh Allen had 20. CeeDee Lamb had 20. Dave Montgomery had 16. 16 from Jamar Chase. And as Jambri House wins 126 to 118. All right, let's go to the next matchup, which I, which I thought it was a Danny of a matchup. Hank going to make Rinkerberry 116. Must have become an easy one. 111.5. And it went down to the Monday night Monday night game as um, Eddie came in there um, um, losing um, that Monday night. But Chris all. all Chris Olive from New Orleans came in and got the 10, 10 points, fantasy points, to pace Eddie. Um, top performances for Muscle Mickle Magnesium. He had Tyler Lockett. They had 27. Um, Sammy Piron from the Bengals, the running back, he had he had 20. And Tua had 17. All right. For Eddie, he had um, Amon. St. Brown had 34. Caden Allen is getting his legs under them. He had 20. And then Derek Carr had also had 20. And once again, Eddie wins 116 to 111.5. And with that loss, that was the third straight loss in a row for Muscle Magnesium. And he has not won a game since he decided to um, not field a roster um, in an infamous game against Tony. He just basically just gave him the game. All right, let's go to the next one. Uh, we had... The user suspects versus Team Cheatham. The user suspects came into the game. He guaranteed a win. And he's going to knock Team Cheatham out of the playoffs. And the guarantee did not come to fruition. 
as Team Cheetah wins 121.5 to 103. Um, Pacing um, Corey, he had um, Zach Prescott had 22. Rashad White had 16. And then he had pedestrian performance from, from, from Jay Jones, three. Knox had zero. Jeff Wilson had zero. And then a very historic game for Cleveland defense. He had 32 points. So he had 32 out of the one on three. This was kind of used. I never really saw um, a, a, a team's defense get 32 and they still lose. All right, for Team Cheatham, he needed a win to get into the playoffs and he needed to have scored more points than Swift with it or Out of Pocket or Murphy's Murphy's Law or whatever his name is. So he got he got he got Tyreek Hill, the human, the human um joystick had 29. Scary Terry had 24, 53, and then um San Francisco defense at 18.5. Lamar Jackson did get hurt in the game, so he got him zero. But um Team Chin was over to overcome um a Lamar Jackson donut and um and won the game. And quite frankly, um that's very impressive. Um when you can win the game and 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 arguably your best player gets you zero. And 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 Jared busts his way through to make the playoffs. All right, the next game that we had, we had um, Watch Out Wagner versus Swift with it, Murphy's Law, um, out of pocket, whatever his name is. Um, Mike wins one thirty-five to one eighteen. Um, for Watch Out for Watch Out Wagner, he had um, Mahomes had twenty, Justin Jefferson had eighteen, Diggs had twenty-two. The pace him. Oh, let me forget. Don't forget about that boy Gary Wilson. Also had 24. All right, for Murphy's Law, which is his new name, um, AJ Brown had 31. Um, Greg Dokich had 14, and uh, Watson had 23. Now, the significance of Watson, I mentioned him having five, is that he 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 basically been just trying to find a quarterback the whole year, and he had to go with a guy who didn't play for two years. That's a whole other story, but he needed points, so many points, but he wound up winning, um, but did not um, make the playoffs. All right, let's go on to the next game. We had Young Conley, 118.5, and Cool Handlock beat him, had 132 for Young Conley. Um, he had Jonathan Taylor, who's been kind of struggling all season with 13. D, um, DK Madcap had 20, 26. Jared Goff was very solid with 25. And for Cool Handlock... That boy, Jalen Hurts, had 40. That's right, he had a 40 ball. So Saquon Barkley had 18. And Ezekiel Elliott sighting, he also he had 17. All right. And then the last game, the, the last game to recap, the Adams family had 129. Debo Stafford Cook had 103.5. For Debo Stafford Cook, he had um, Tony Pollard had 24, Justin Fields um, had 19, Jalen Waddle had one, Kiddo had four. Um, he started the receiver from the Chargers. DeAndre Carter had two, and Reese wound up getting blown out. All right, for the Adams family, that boy Joe Cool Burrow had 33. Devontae Adams doing Devontae Adams type of things. He had 37. So. That's pasted um, the Adams family. All right, that ends my segment um, for the um, for the game recaps. All right, let's go on to the next segment. The next segment is is the storylines. So I had a chance to ask all the all the fantasy football owners um, this question that I mentioned before, and I will state it again. The question reads, from your perspective, what are the top three, what are the top three on Kubo 53 fantasy football storylines size headings? All right. The owners, I believe, they did an excellent job um, answering that question. And we had a variety of different storylines. And here are the storylines that they fit. All right, so one owner said one of the top three storyline was Reeves did not make the playoffs. Really? 
Is that a top three storyline? Reese didn't make the playoffs. Absolutely not. Reese, Debo, Stafford, Cook, you typically, you don't make the playoffs. So, so, um, so that's not a storyline. I don't know where that came from. All right, the next one. Jared made the playoffs. That's a top. That's one of the owners' top storylines. Jared made the playoffs. Um, Jared typically don't make the playoffs, but he did make it. But I don't think that's one of the top three storylines. And then um, another another one. They said the fantasy playoffs started on a week that we started on a week that we still had bye weeks. Commissioner Rules Committee should be on probation. All right. That's what he. That's what went on ahead for his top three storylines. All right, let's go on into another um, owner. What he had for his top three storylines. He said that B. Hobbs is the top storyline in my opinion with how he earned the number one seed with four teams having a higher point top total. Um, I don't believe that's one of the top three storylines. But let me move on. All right, I put myself. As the second top storyline. Now the I, since he said I, he just used the pronoun I. I will um, reveal the owner. The I is Team Cheatham. I put myself as the second top storyline with the roller coaster season we had, along with being the biggest underdog, as the biggest underdog and the most hated since since round since 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 draft since day since day one on draft day, along with the fact that someone. Not worth mentioning, specifically said in the group group text that Jared is done. Alright, so is that a top storyline? Mm, probably not. Um are you the most hated hate are you the most hated team? I don't think you're the most hated team. I think you are the, the one of the most scrutinized teams. Um team Chitum. Just based on, again, it's been mentioned um, several times that just the just the order where you drafted um, somebody named Travis Kelsey um, in the first round, but nevertheless, um, you made the playoffs um, and you got a chance. You make the playoffs, you got a chance to win in the playoffs. So, a first round win in the playoffs. Team Cheatham over Muscle Milk or Magnesium, it probably will silence. It should, um, it should give you information and ammo to silence your critics. All right, here we go. This is the third. This is the third storyline. Um, I'm gonna read from the same owner. Even though he didn't make the playoffs, I said Mike is the third storyline that comes to to my attention. He truly made something out of nothing with all the injuries he faced. And made it run, and I definitely took note of how he and how how Mike and Beehive didn't settle for that draft day roster and upgraded when opportunity was open. All right, so this owner believes that Mike is one of the top three storylines because he he um, shuffled some of his players. Um, I don't think so. I believe that he he stole Kenneth Walker. The third from Hinkle McRinkleberry. Um, he stole him and then he was able to um, get a few guys off the wire when you just had you just had individuals kind of sleeping on the wheel. But nonetheless, he did make some good moves, but again, he didn't make he, he didn't make all the right moves, which cost him um, being one of the top um, six 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 C's. All right. Let's move on to some more top storylines. All right. And then I'm going to save, um, in my opinion, uh, in my opinion, the three top storylines that the owners um, had, had to say. Okay. All right. So another owner has said um, quarterbacks and wide receivers win. Steven and I I refer. I is cool hand lock. Break this trend, but he's at least got one stud receiver. All right, so he's saying that that's one of the top storylines. The quarterbacks, wide receivers, win. Stephen and I 
break this trend, but he's that one, at least one stud wide receiver. Absolutely not. That's not a top stud. Let me move on. All right. I cool head lot, talk a lot. It's all fun and games. Thank you all for allowing me to join in this league. Um, no, not a top storyline because you are in, in the in the league. We all know how you got in the league, um, but we're not even going to get into that right now because that's that's irrelevant. All right, let's move on to a, another um, some more storylines. All right. I, that's I's referring to you suspects, my team being as trash as we are. Now, Corey, I don't, yeah, typically your team is not trash, but I don't believe that's one of the top storylines. All right, the next one, Jason's team, doing great now that is in consideration for a top storyline but it's not one of the top storylines um because um jason did a he did a good job of drafting um a lot of good players and all his players have been healthy throughout the year he drafted patrick mahomes he's been healthy all year he drafted justin jefferson he's been healthy all year he drafted Stephon Diggs. He's been healthy all year. Um, he, he drafted um, Michael Pippen. Um, he's been healthy all year. He drafted um, Miles Sand- Sanders. Um, he's been healthy all year. Um, he drafted um, TJ Hawkinson. He's been healthy all year. All right, so good drafting by, um, by um, Watch Out Wagner, Wake Up Wagner. And, and and he's been injury free, but not one of the top storylines. All right, we almost down to the. We almost down. We almost down. We almost down to the um top three storylines. All right, here we go. Here's another storyline. Cool, cool hand, lock, cash it in on winners. Unexpected, but he called he called a shot a blunt and rescind and and rescinded it a bit with a name name change. Okay, now um that's a storyline, you know, that cool hand lock which is Tony, um, you know, cashing on winning, um, changing his name because he th- he said new leg went new leg winner. Blah blah blah. He doubled down, got scared, ran away from it. But it's not one of the top. All right. Here's another storyline that an owner had to say. Last year's champ was pitiful. Lots of chatter, little to show for it. All right. Now, I don't think that's the top storyline that the last year's champ, um, which was Debo Staff and Cook Reese, was pitiful. Lots of chatter and a little bit to show for because historically, um, Reese does bad, um, but he did, again, like you mentioned, win, last, win it all last year, but I don't think that was one of the top storylines. All right, here it is. For me owners, we have three storylines three story left. Now, from my perspective, these are the top three storylines that the owners have to say. This is not; These are not my words. These are what the owners have to say. All right. The number. The number three. The number three storyline. I. As I referring to Muscle McWayneism. Think three first time playoff teams. Muscle McWayneism. Watch out Wagner. Cool hand lock. Not sure about Wagner. All right, so I think that's a, that's a storyline that um one of the top three that that Bryant Muscle Big Magnesium and um Cool Hand Lock um first time playoff winners. Now have Jason made the playoffs before? Um, like Bryant said, I didn't I didn't research that, but if he did make the playoffs, 
he is not a perennial playoff um, um, person in the playoffs. And definitely, he's not a perennial um, vying for a championship. So I do agree with you, um, Mustamika Magnesium. That is one of the top three storylines. All right. We got two more to get to. All right. The number two storyline that I believe it is how there is no clear-cut favorite to win it all. It's literally it's literally a toss-up on who will win the chip this year. I agree with that. Um, that like right exactly the six teams that are in the playoffs. There's no one clear-cut, and I will get into um, the playoff preview shortly. The six teams that's in the playoffs: um, legendary, um, legendary B Hobbs. Watch out, Wagonal, Team Blake, Cool Headlock, Muscle Mickle Magnesium, Team Cheatham. Those six teams, each team can state their case to win it all. All right. And then the last, the last but not least, the top storyline, I think, for this season was this. According to what the owners had to say. Lack of production and injuries to first and second round picks. So the person listed Jonathan Taylor, Cooper Cup, Devon, Devon, Dalvin Cook, Najee Harris, Alvin Kamar, DeAndre Swift, Debo Samuel, Kenny, Keenan Allen, Devontae Williams, Williams, and James Conner. Listen to all those names that was listed. These guys was high draft picks. Number one pick, top five pick, top 10 pick, top 20 pick. And then, like the owner said, lack of production, lack of injuries. I think that that was the number one story um, this season. All right. I want to thank the fantasy football owners um, for, um, for sharing um, their um, their top um, storylines um, for this season. All right, let's move on to the to the next to the next segment. All right, the next segment is the legendary B Hobbs um, mailbox mailbox questions. All right, the first question that we had for legendary B Hobbs stated, "I love the format." A win is a win. But when you hear constant complaining about the format from people just because it doesn't benefit them, what is your response from the people who are basically coming up with excuses? Okay. Um, My response to that is that um, from my perspective... The, and I'm going to get to answer the questions, but I'm going to go around it a little bit. The beauty of fantasy football, the beauty, is all it's all of nothing, all of nothing. Either you win or you lose, and you play against one opponent. You're not playing the entire league, and that's what makes a play potentially special because you might need that one play on that Monday night game to get you to win it, to win, or that one play that doesn't happen that gets you to win. So I believe that the, if the format was changed, that like the top six people scores a week, they get a half a win. To me, that would devalue um, fantasy football because the highs and the lows. It's actually either you win or you lose. So to answer your question directly, um, I think that um, people complain. How do I feel about that? I I think that um, I can't really say it bothers me because I don't I don't don't really want to have that type of energy. I just say that um, they're wasting their energy on something. Control the controllables. Work with what's there. 
is the reason why it's in place because that's to make the fantasy football exciting. So all I say to them is that it's it just um just use what we have, appreciate what we have, and 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 value it and, and cherish it. That's what we got. All right, let's move on to the next question. All right, thank you for the question. All right, next question. B Hobbs, how good do you feel about your team heading into the playoffs? All right, um, I've heard this question roughly for three or four weeks. It's the, the question. Now, the, the verbiage of the question, it may change, but it's the same question. And I have no problem answer the question. Um, how do I feel about your your team heading to the playoffs? Um, I feel good. Um, I'm very fortunate to get one of those um, as someone meant use this term, one of those covenant get one of those um, get one of those covenant um, get one of those covenant um, buy, buy, um, buys um, I like um, that Jamar Chase, um, after he missed um, four weeks, then he had the bye week, so he missed five in a row. Uh, so I'm feeling good about Jamar Chase. Um, DeAndre Hopkins is just, um, I'm feeling good about him. He, he, I mean, he, he had a bye a week ago. So, I, I mean, Josh Allen, um, hopefully he can, he can pick it up and give me, give me some more. Um, my running backs, um, I believe they're trending in the right direction, so um, I feel I feel good. But I I but I still know that we got some great teams out there, and I respect all of them. I mean, when you look at um, we look at the four or five matchup, which I'm gonna get into. Team Blake and um and Kuhan Lock, great teams, and I'll get into that shortly in that segment. Um, you look, then you look on the other side of the bracket. You got Woke Up Wagner with his team. And you got the 3-6 matchup. Um, Muscle Milk and then Team Cheatham. And they got some good players on their team. But uh, overall, I like my chances. All right. Thank you for the question. All right. Last question for the legendary behind uh, Mailbox question. Posted in, the, posted in the group text. But asking for a legendary behind import. Who is your number one pick next season? All right. So, who is my number one pick next season? Um, I'm focused. Actually, I'm focused right now on this season. Haven't even gotten that far for next season. So, I haven't did any research um, or looked into it. But I just throw out some names. Um, you got to look You gotta look at some of the top elite running backs. Who's having a good season? You gotta look at Derrick Henry, Chubb, and you gotta look at Barkley um, in the conversation. Number one pick. All right. Thank you for the question. All right. Let's move on to the um to the next segment. The next segment is um playoff preview round one. All right. Before we get into the um playoff preview round one, let's um. Let's um let's go over the um the final standings for this for, for the regular season standings. Alright. Alright, this was this was a um a 13 um this was a 13 week season. Um Legendary B Hobbs, um, first place, 10 and 3, finished the season on a one game winning streak. And then you had three teams at 8 and 5. But but based on points, um, watch out Wagner was 8 and 5 in the season on one game losing streak. Second place, Muscle Maker Magnesium, um, 8 and 5. Um, third place, in the season on a three game losing streak. Cool Hand Lock, 8 and 5, in the season. Um, with a one-game reason streak, four place. Um, you had um, two teams at seven and six, but because of points, you had Team Blake. 
Um, fifth place in the season with one, one game losing streak. And you had Team Cheatham at 7 6 in the season with a one game losing streak. And then you had in seventh place at 7 6, who did not get in the playoffs due to points in the season on a two game winning streak. And then you had in, in eighth, eighth place, Tim Downs found him in the game in a three game winning streak. And you had Eddie, um, ninth place, 6 and 7, but due to points. Um, Tim had 24 more points in, in the game on a three-game winning streak. And then you had the bottom three. The bottom three. The basement three. The dubious. In 10th place, D, Bo, Staff, and Cook. At five and eight. In the season on a two-game losing streak. And then 11th place at four and nine. Ends the game on a three-game losing streak. And then at 12th place. The usual suspect at 2-11 ends the game on a one-game losing streak. All right, leading the league this year, leading the regular season in points scored was Watch Out Wagner with 16-24. Team Blake had 1,600 on the dot. All right, those are the um, final standings um, of the regular season. All right, and then the playoffs. Let's get into the playoff um, preview. All right, once again, um, the top two seeds um, make the playoffs. Um, Legendary B. Hobbs, due to his record, number one seed at 10-3. Um, watch out, Wagner, 85. Number two seed, based on record, and also more points than, than Muscle Milk and Cool Hand Lock. All right, let's go to the first playoff preview. We got the 4-5 matchup. We got Team Blake versus Cool Hand Lock. Um, looking at this matchup, um, these teams, um, are eerie similar, um, in, in eerie similar in the sense that their best players are their running backs. Um, so for team, team Blake, um, he got, um, Christian McCaffrey, Josh Jacobs, but his third running back is Aaron Jones. And so he will be missing him. And then over on the other side, um, Cool Hand Lock, three best players. I mean, he got a three, his three three good players, Saquon Barkley, Ezekiel Elliott, and then he got Alvin Kamara on by. So both of them got two of the top running backs on by. Okay. All right. So um, looking at the wide receivers, so I will have to say um, McCaffrey and Jacobs Barkley, and I'll say slight advantage to to Team Blake or the running backs, but um, Jacobs has been questionable for the last couple weeks. Is he going to be able to play this week? We shall say. All right, wide receivers, um, no answers. Lazar, um, so he's he going to have to put um, somebody in um, as a wide receiver, whoever he decides. But right now, he got Mike Evans in, and on the other side, he, um, he got Devontae Smith and Brandon Ayu. I say the wide receivers, it might be kind of, it might be, it might be close um, on that one. The quarterbacks, we got Jalen Hurts, who's been balling, Justin Herbert, who's been balling. Hurts, um, maybe slight advantage there. And then we got Evan McPherson and Tyler Bass. Um, that can go either way. Um, so I think that this matchup between Team Blake and Cole, Cole Lock, not going to make any predictions um, who's going to win the matchup. I just feel that it should be a close matchup. Um, I'm looking forward to um, that matchup. All right, the next matchup we got the three-six matchup. Um, we got um, Team Cheatham versus Muscle Mickle Magnesium, and um, Team Cheatham he has no Lamar Jackson, so he went and got Lamar Jackson's backup. He got um, Tyler Huntley. He got Tyler Huntley, and um, Muscle Mickle Magnesium um, he has two quarterbacks. He got Tua, and he got Kyler Murray. Which one is he going to start? I don't know. You figure that, that that's the advantage. Muscle Michael Magnesium. Um, running backs, um, Team Chinnam got Damian Harris. And then he got the guy, Jonathan Knight from the Jets. And then on the other side, Travis Eton, um, Latavius Murray. Um, you, you figure that Muscle Michael might have a slight advantage there. And then the wide receivers. Um, you got um, Tyreek Hill, Brandon Cooks versus Kirk, Christy Kirk, Tyler Lockett. 
you figure um, advantage um, team Cheatham and then Travis Kelsey and Tyler Cochran advantage um, Travis Kelsey. All right. Now, this matchup here, um, again, this is another toss-up, but I think it's going to come down to um, – I think the wild. I think it's going to come down to um, to Tyreek Hill and Kelsey. If they if they explode, Muscle Milk might be in trouble. But I think that what's going to we could potentially get Muscle Milk um, some success if he gets if he gets balanced. Last week Lockett he he went off, so Lockett and Kirk gonna to have to have a good um, game. All right, I'm looking forward to this matchup. It should be a daddy of a, of a, of um. Of a matchup, and then in the and then in the constellation games, which I will not, I, I won't even preview. Debo Stafford Cook versus Hickle Bay Wrinkleberry, Use Suspect versus Young Conley, and then you have um, you have the Adams Family versus the Murphy Murphy's Law. All right, all right. So that's my playoff preview, and then um, watch out, Wagner and Legendary B Hop. Legendary Behinds will play the winner of the 4-5 matchup, which is um, Team Blake versus Cool Hand Lock. And then Wake Up um, Wake Up Wagnall, Watch Out Wagnall will play the winner um, of Muscle Mickle Magnesium and, um, and Team Cheatham. All right. All right. All right. Let's move on. To, let's move on. All right. So I had a chance to um, the teams that did not Make the playoffs. I I had a, I had a chance to ask each owner um, who they think was going to win it all, and then the owners, 100% of the owners who did not make the playoffs, said that they think that Watch Out Wagner was going to win it all. All right, but they said it. Oh, but the Watch Out Wagner got two votes. Only two. Only only two people voted. Okay. All right. My final thoughts. This is this is this is an exciting time. This is an exciting time for the crew 153 fantasy football playoffs. Um you put in all the time, all the research, the late nights, um waiver wire pickups, trying to make trades. Um, you're down to six teams. Um, I believe it's wide open. Each of the six teams can state their case. Um, why they feel that they can um, win it all. All right, let's see what happens. This is this is round one of the playoffs. Let's see at the end who's gonna be hoisting up the Crew 153 trophy. That's all I have for today. It's Legendary B Hobbs. Sign out with the Crew 150 Fantasy Football Podcast. Let the playoffs begin.